Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. What up, Kevin? Oh, Mr. Rainwater, happy Tuesday. It is a happy Tuesday. I've been told that Rick and I are too depressing today that... (laughs) We are supposed to be. What fi- are we supposed to say? Hey, they're going to cream Ole Miss tomorrow night. What do you think of that? Yeah, what, huh? what, and what kind of a forecaster you guys need me to interject? It, <laughs> out, out of bounds of being honest. I mean, it, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, if you guys have been negative about what's going on in the basketball scene mm. at, uh, for the Razorbacks, you're being reality. Really, reflecting how it's been. I mean, it, yeah. I, I don't know where to go with it other than. You know, Arkansas facing down the barrel of another one and five start in league play on the road at Ole Miss. It's a very good home team, a team that's lost back to back games on the road, including Auburn, um, you know, by whatever, 20 something points. But who hasn't done that? Auburn's clobbered a lot of good teams, and we know Arkansas lost by 32 at home. Um, but, you know, it's an Ole Miss team that, that uh, under Chris Beard in his first season, has. has well outperformed expectations. Arkansas's on the other end of that spectrum. So you play the game. Arkansas's beaten Duke at home. Arkansas beat A and M at home just, you know, less than a week ago. Uh, and you hope that Arkansas can find a way to pick up its first win out of what will be its third road win. Uh the Hogs have not been a good good away from home when you combine O and two in league play on the road plus one and two uh in in the Bahamas and then the loss at to Oklahoma and Tulsa. But uh, if you're going to have a turnaround, guys, I really think Arkansas at least needs to split this week, find a way to go one and one against Ole Miss, and then home against a six-ranked Kentucky team when College Game Day will be there. ESPN's first time ever to do that for basketball in Fayetteville, and they really picked a season to do that. But I think Arkansas at minimum needs to go one and one if it really think if it, if it has any path, any likely path the turnarounds like we've seen in the previous three seasons where we've seen records similar to this through five or six SEC games. Okay, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing all optimism that hey, I can. he's saying a split this week. I mean, that's how I know, and he said right back in it. Oh, I'm not predicting a split. No, I'm saying Arkansas. Look, if Arkansas goes 0-2 this week with 11 games left, you can yeah. almost say each one awful. of those games is a must-win. No, and, and you wouldn't be far off if not precisely <laughs> spot on. No, you'd be. Hold on, hold on, Kevin. Hold on, Kevin. Okay. Well, if they go uh, two, there won't be a bunch of must wins. I mean, it's going to be a the season's not going to be very good. They're called so survival they're wins. Here's here's what we have you're, said no, you're today. You're still going to be playing. You're still going to be playing games whether you go well, zero two or not this week. Right. But, but right. if you go zero and two, and you're yeah. one and six, which would be the worst start through seven games under Musselman at Arkansas. Yeah. And based on the resume the way it is and the net rankings, every game for 11 games, I mean, you know, people throw that word around must win, and, and most of the time it's not applicable. Sometimes it is. But when you've got 11 games left and every game's a must win, you know your season's pretty much done. Uh, it's not likely you would do that, but that would be the reality of what's left on your schedule. And it says a lot about what you didn't do through, at that point would be 20 games. 
Well, well, Kevin, what you're saying is if the Razorbacks are 10 and 10, you're saying every wins a game is a must-win because they still have a chance to be in the NCAA, and that that's probably not going to happen. Every game would be a must-win because those players need to play for the pride of the jersey they have on. But we have said this, and I, I don't know that you consider this pessimistic. I'm not sure they can win tomorrow night. It's on the road. They could. Ole Miss is not. You know, it's not the. the uh, loudest, most vocal place to play. It's it's good, but it's no better than a, a lot of other schools. But it wouldn't surprise us to see them come back and play great against Kentucky because it seems like against the uh, traditional powers, they've played really well. Right, and that's at home, and that's where they played really well. You know, and I know no folks are tired of hearing about Purdue, but you know, even though that was an exhibition game, it had it had all the trappings of a, of a, a meaningful game. Um, and then Duke, uh, even A&M, which is not as good as those teams. I mean, A&M's 39th in that. You know, nine spots out of that away from that. If A&M finishes strong, that would be a quad one win. So it's not unthinkable that Arkansas could put stuff together. The problem is what we've seen so much is not just ineptness, not, not, not just dysfunction uh, on both ends of the ball inside and out, but for the first time under Eric Mossman, We've seen consistent lack of effort, almost lack of buy-in into the system. And even he's commented on that. In the past, when they've had these struggles, two and four, one and four, whatever, he'll comment on things that aren't working, but he goes, but you know what? We play hard, and we fought, and, and it's just this, this, and this. He's not saying that right now. He's, he's talking about lack of effort, and I think that's why you're seeing 10, 11, 12, 13, sometimes 14 players appearing in both halves or, or, or playing at some point in games that otherwise might have been competitive. Some of these games are competitive. Arkansas's four SEC losses are by an average of 19.3 points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I think that speaks to lack of buy-in and effort beyond what the, what the nuances of the real problems are with, you know, lack of physicality or some of the other stuff. I, I think if you can't get effort and buy-in to what's, what the plan is, all that other stuff is just magnified. Good point. All right, let's talk with uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. Uh, what what's happened to the basketball hogs, though? <laughs> they're not, they're not, I mean, I, I, it took me this. It took, hey, it Tim. took me this long. To, Tim. Yeah. We've been, we've been talking. About <laughs> Uh, so, you I don't... know Rick, Rick and Randy? Rick and Randy makes me scared to see what the baseball team's got in store. <laughs> I think so, that was the second entity. <laughs> so are these that's, the same that's talking points as football? I mean, Thank you, Tim. Story. I needed that. Thank you, buddy. All right, Rick. I love Randy. I love y'all. All right, buddy. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> He's making a not-so-subtle point there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, guys. This is so far not a good look for Razorback Athletics when you look at the two, the, the one and two sports. Yeah. Uh, and they still are. You know, football's obviously the, the top sport when you look at everything. Basketball's still second. Obviously, baseball's going to, you know, in my opinion, be really hard for baseball to match, to match, <laughs> you know, just this cellar dweller kind of existence that we've seen in, in football and basketball to this point. Getting as we get close to wrapping up January, uh, but man, uh, I, I don't think 
again, I, I don't see a pathway for Arkansas to make an NCAA tournament other than what I just, just talked about, find a way to split this week. Uh, and then, you, you know, you're not quite at must win every game, but close. And if you go into this week, I mean, I just don't see the ingredients there to, to, to really make that kind of a turnaround like we've seen in previous years because you're two all-SEC selections preseason. And guys we know have performed in the past have just been way under expectations, not even close, not even close to having the kind of impact and the kind of leadership that other folks will fall, you know, other players will fall, fall behind on. Even Tremont Mark, who's been an exceptional scorer, lacks too many games in other areas. I mean, this last game, he led Arkansas at 18, got off to a slow start, big second half. In a game, Arkansas's trailing by double digits most of the way anyway, not playing well at either end of the floor overall as a team. And you see the fact that he gets two rebounds. and a couple. I mean, Arkansas just has not had guys step up and really make impacts on that defensive side. Arkansas's ranked 105th in Ken Palm adjusted defensive efficiency rankings. You look at offense, they're 99th. Uh, you know, so both offense and defense are tra- tracking really poorly. Uh, yeah, if y'all wanted something, some sunshine, the most I can give you is Arkansas just got to find a way to at least split games this week to have any any ray of hope moving forward. Woohoo! Okay, <laughs> um, I'm looking at uh, I, this is all games. I hate that. I, I just would rather look at the. SEC games only, but I'm but well. I take that back. This says uh, in season conference games. Okay, uh, this is through five games for Ole Miss, and uh, Morrell leads them with sixteen point six average. Breakfield fourteen point eight. Flanagan, that familiar name, fourteen point six, and then Murray uh, is averaging thirteen point two. So. Very balanced among many say Morrell is their best player, but that's pretty balanced when you're talking about your potential starting five, four of the five in double figures. And then they get uh, help, let's see, 5, 10, 18, 22, about 22 points off their bench. So, Kevin, we'll talk about that and more in just one moment. Certainly things that are not depressing. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Kevin, I, I can go back only to, I guess you can call it snippets, that is, of the Ole Miss Rebels in action I, I didn't care to watch them in the uh, in the offseason, non-conference games. I've just caught a snippet here, a snippet there. Every time it seems like, though, I'm watching Ole Miss, they're blocking a shot. The next thing you know, they're off and running. This is a high – I mean, what I've seen is a high-flying Rebel team. Then when you look at these scoring averages, pretty balanced, as we mentioned, for Morrell's team leading – Almost 17 points a game down to, um, I want to say, let's see, who is the fifth starter? One, two, three, four. I guess CSA would be the uh, the other starter there. He's averaging five points a game. But they all look so athletic. They all seem to be able to run and jump. 
don't they have like two seven footers? One of them is actually seven foot five. Yes, and and you know, Chris Beard is is known as a defensive minded coach. Of right. Really, they're very effective at high pressure defense. Really trying to force mistakes and disruption. Uh, you know, you just say, well, isn't that what defense is? Well, there's different ways to do it, and I think that there's just a lot of pressure the way that uh, defenders with the, through Beard's instruction, uh, and they try to convert that into easy scores, they, and then they, then they pressure the rim. The idea for Chris Beard teams is always to attack the basket. Um, and, um, you know, this is just, uh, you know, it's a first year for him there, so he's inherited some of these players. But you mentioned Flanagan. I mean, here was a guy that was projected, projected as an NBA draft pick before he got injured at Auburn uh, two or three years ago. He's a guy that's been around the college game for a while, followed his dad, who left, you know, uh, both of them uh, were legacies at Auburn, both played there, and now they're with Chris Beard at Ole Miss. Flanagan, obviously, uh, part of that staff, and Chris Beard was a head coach in Little Rock. Uh, Morell's a young man I've covered as well as Flanagan in their grassroots and high school days and saw him play multiple times in person. Very effective uh, guard, uh, athletic, uh, and again, a guy that's played – played the college game for several years and so you know this is another game where i think you know arkansas goes in uh the underdog <laughs> should be uh one team's played well as a team the other one has it and you know no one's surprised by chris beard and how he does this it doesn't take him multiple seasons to get things turned around he's one of those guys that starts winning immediately wherever he lands and winning big uh advantage all miss but i don't rule out arkansas putting together a, a good enough performance to stay in the game, to be in the game at the end. Uh, but based on results so far in league play, it's most likely that Arkansas has a big uphill climb, and it wouldn't surprise me if they have their fifth loss in league play by double-digit margins because the previous four have been the same, including the two road games. Uh, Kevin, if I can, uh, I'll throw this little hypothetical what-if at you. Let's say Arkansas at the first media timeout, unless it's a forced timeout where uh, one coach or the other, he's trying to stop a big run to begin the game. What are your thoughts about Arkansas? If they're down, let's say, eight, maybe, let's say, even 12 to two, something like that, a 10-point deficit at the end of the at the first media timeout, what kind of uh, odds are you giving Arkansas of coming back and winning? Because Rick does well, believe that's a little too early. Then Trey tried to concede a few moments ago and bump it back. Didn't he say to the, uh, what be the 12 timeout? 12 media timeout? That's, that's what Trey But that be the very next one. Yeah. yeah, that still means there's 32 minutes to go in a game. It's just you just don't see many yeah, games I mean, that are if Arkansas, Here's the thing: Arkansas has not led or been tied in, in road games against Georgia. They led seven five at Florida, and then Florida went on a big run, jumped up to like a nineteen point lead, and really Arkansas trailed by double digits almost the rest of the way. I think it cut it to ten, maybe nine, a couple of times in the first half, and then it ballooned to twenty pretty early in the second half. Lost by twenty two at Florida. I, I just you know Arkansas has started poorly for the most part actually had a one-point lead in the final four minutes of the first half against Auburn before that was a landslide, you know, uh, 
for the Razorbacks and a 32-point home loss. And then, of course, we know against A&M, Arkansas built a 20-point first half lead. They had to hold on and come from behind in the last six seconds to win. So I don't think they're – I mean, Arkansas needs good starts in every game really to have a chance, Randy. And if they get to the under-8-minute timeout or the under-12-minute timeout, you know, down 8, 10, uh, what they've done is they've continued to, to slide. And so I don't think that bodes well. Uh, and it might be predictive at this point that most games are going to go that way. But, again, <laughs> if we were predicting what Arkansas was going to do moving forward after starting 2-4, and four, you know, 0-3 oh two years ago, starting 1-5 and five last year, we would have been wrong because they turned it around. Again, I've given reasons why I think it's a lot Different players. Huh? Different players. Well, each one of those seasons, they were different players. There were different players then. These are different players now. I don't have any hope. But that's okay. Go ahead, (laughs) ahead, Kevin. (laughs) Right. I I think collectively this team lacks toughness. I think the toughest players, Layden Blocker, freshman, who really hasn't had a consistent role in in a rotation. I don't. I don't understand a lot of the rotation that goes on right now, but that's okay. Uh, the Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback Hog Call says Arkansas will finish two and sixteen in conference. Ooh, it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be that bad, but we had one uh, guy that thought Arkansas might not win more than five, and that I think that is a possibility. Hope not, but it's a yep. possibility. Go Gloves yeah. says, we all agree Mus is a great coach, and I hope he's here a long time. But other great coaches aren't starting one and five in conference play every year and digging a hole. Well, he does it a little bit different than most of them, though, putting together a new team almost every year. There aren't many that have done that. And, Kevin, we pointed out, I don't know if you read Nate Allen's column this morning, but He's going back to uh, John Calipari's first four years at Kentucky. Uh, he laid eight Final Four national championship, 21-12, and 12, and lose the first round of the NIT. And he that group was kind of called the uncoachables. So he, even when you're at Kentucky, that can happen. So it can sure happen at Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, this is a down year. And, and, if, and if he turns it around again, we'll be changing our tune. But, but... – uh, you know, I'm a little gun shy to say, well, stick a fork in them, they're done, just because of the previous turnaround. Well, that's okay. What I see on the court <laughs> doesn't give me a lot of faith that they will. What I see on the court in this group doesn't give me a lot of faith that they will. I'm not sure how much I had in previous seasons, but I had a lot more than I do now. Yeah. Well, I just I just got maybe I, I actually laughed out loud on what Rick said. It's okay if well, you give up on this season. It's okay. Yeah, but but here's the difference. In the previous years, when they started to turn, it continued. Had Arkansas beaten South Carolina, you could kind of feel that. They haven't played the best teams in the league yet, and they've started this way. That's that's the issue. Two very winnable games at home, and they were lucky. Another great point. Kevin, as always, we'll talk with you on Friday. That's Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks to Fence Brokers.